Hi, I'm Sarah, and here with my co-host, Pastor Daniel and Pastor Andrew, this is The Disciples Mic, a podcast produced by Woodbury Lutheran Church, where we help you grow as a disciple of Jesus. Today, we are talking about Thanksgiving, uh, our different hot takes we have, and how we can be grateful uh, beyond the Thanksgiving season. So get your pies ready to bake, put your headphones in, this is the disciples, Mike? I just want to clarify something. Yes, Andrew. Get your pies ready to bake. <laughs> Do you put the headphones in the pies? We've talked about this before, and we decided. You've talked about putting <laughs> headphones into a pie. No, before? we did it. We talked about cookies, putting an AirPod in a cookie, and we decided that would void all Apple Care um, things. Well, and. <laughs> So it would be a thermal event. <laughs> so then we couldn't we couldn't do that. So now we pies. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you should probably introduce this random uh, fourth voice that is uh, on the podcast list. Today. Um, we decided for the second time. He was uh, so good. He was so just, good that he we, just didn't leave. We I never, just, he's still yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> like I shared uh, before we started recording this, um, the only reason why I was in NHS in high school <laughs> was I just showed up and ate food, their food. And all my friends were in it, but my grade point average was nowhere close. Not to good me. enough. And so I just showed up <laughs> and hung out and ate their food, and I still got a tassel. Right? There you, so, go. There you go. For this podcast, it took me this long to get here. I just He's just not leave. leaving. Did you wear yeah. the, you wore the tassel at, grad, at graduation? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. It's pretty great. Yeah, Here I was, not getting in myself, because apparently I wasn't a you good enough you student. You weren't smart enough or charming enough. I was the opposite. I had the I had the GPA, but I didn't, I didn't have the... I Service know, hours correct, or the, the being a good person. Yeah, yeah I didn't have a person. teacher who was willing <laughs> yeah. to nominate me at all. <laughs> Dean Donovan just refused. Probably, yeah, at the time, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, were you in NHS? You seem like you would have been. Mm, no, I wasn't. Oh, yeah. neither was I. Probably because I was homeschooled. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. But jokes on them, because guess who's the campus pastor there now? What up? Okay. <laughs> so for the second episode in a row, we've got John Divern <laughs> joining us. Beautiful. Hey, I'll take it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I'll be honest. I'm not sure what he's doing over the course of this episode. I maybe he's just a yeah, fourth co-host now. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Were we supposed to in start a perfect recording world. on the phone? Yeah. Did oh. you record? No, nah, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> I have a degree in broadcasting. This is this is nothing. This is this is nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, hi everybody. How are we collectively doing tonight? Oh, that's an that's a that's a different question than how we're individually doing. Sorry, individually. Yeah. How, how are, are you collectively? collectively? <laughs> um, hmm. Collectively. Hmm. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves, and then, and then in give, 10 seconds... I'll give you, give you 10 minutes. Daniel scans the room and is just judging every one of us. I'll give us a 7. Right. <laughs> well, that's pretty good, actually. 7 yeah. out of 10? No. 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 Okay. You know what? Just like 30. in Hamilton, I'm just glad to be in the room where it happens. That's so. right. There you go. I'm good. Sarah, how are you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm doing great. But individually. Yeah, I, individually. Individually, I am doing amazing. I have my tea. Um... Her 18 cups that she has when we record the podcast. I only have two. There's three. This one holds my tea bag. So that that's the cup. Still counts as a cup <laughs> that's in front of you. I did not say that you had filled cups. Um, yeah, I have a lot of drink beverages. 
I have to got stay hydrated, y'all. Drink beverages, huh? <laughs> drink beverages. But I'm doing great. This is this is my this is my uh, good time of day. Yeah. Yeah. So drink beverages. Is yeah. that a like uh, yeah. is that redundant? Is that I think like, it is. Is that like necessary? The, Do no. We need to, it's a PSA. What, what is be, what is beverages adding to that descriptor? It yes. makes me sound smarter. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, Not that one. <laughs> don't know about that one, <laughs> but that well, one. Uh, at least that's yeah. what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fine. Um, so this question, sorry, it's time for Sarah's random question. This question I have been thinking is, about for a week it, and a half. Is it Thanksgiving themed? No. Uh, wow. It's messed up. <laughs> it's actually about flag day. <laughs> the most underrated of national holidays. Wow. Yeah, um, really? We're going to learn the true meaning of flag day today. Yes. That's great. Which is really just us live watching that episode of Big Bang Theory where Sheldon does Sheldon Cooper fun, fun with flags, uh, flag day edition. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So Nobody clearly has seen <laughs> that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Steph Fotenhauer, if you're listening. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. She's seen it. <laughs> Love um, that one. Yeah, such a good episode. Yeah. So my question Great. I've been thinking about for eight days, because it happened a week ago yesterday. A little Hanukkah situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I lit a candle and it stayed burning it for eight burned days. burned for eight so days. So this is my question. The oil didn't run out. Um, this question is a hot button topic amongst gen z well here okay now you could have easily you missed the opportunity because you could have easily made a thanksgiving theme you could have just said it's a hot dish button topic Ooh, you missed the opportunity Sarah. come on sorry guys it's right there for you and you sorry just, all right hold for editing yeah exactly <laughs> it's fine um so this is a topic of conversation that um andrew next time well tomorrow in class if you if you were looking at your lesson planned and you're like i got time to fill just ask this and it will trigger so every day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it will trigger every single student in your classroom. Good. Okay. <coughs> Ed cough first. Uh, Hold for editing. Helen Keller. Oh boy. Okay. Do Where you think, go? where are we going? <laughs> do you yeah. think she existed? You're kidding. They I don't not. actually debate this. They in, do. Oh, the amount of conversations man. I have had with teenagers over. I had wow. a student call me. John, I don't know if you heard this. Oh, I remember this conversation. Um, A student called me at 1145 at night because he had thought of a new theory as to why Helen Keller isn't real. He talked to me for 30 minutes at 1215 in the morning. I said, dude, I need to go to bed. Wow. So... So what is so, the argument against? Uh, that she, that Helen Keller as a human being existed, but there is no way that she was both blind and deaf. There's definitely a way there could have been. Right. And yeah. so they get very upset and think she wasn't real because, you know, Helen Keller wrote books. She did like speaking engagements. She flew, flew a plane at one point and they're like, there is no way this is possible. So, What's the question to us? <laughs> Do we believe if Helen Keller is a real person? Helen or Keller not? existed. This is a dumb random question. <laughs> I'm just these are the hot button topics that Gen Z hot dish button is wrestling with Thank right you. now. Okay, let's go around the room. And I- <laughs> You've been thinking about it for eight days, you said. 
Never figured out. Eight days. <laughs> Teens for How the... did you have eight whole days? And and this is this nowhere this along the line where you're like, with. no, that's actually a bad random right. question. <laughs> Just like uh, her tech issues where she was brushing her teeth, she figured it out. I, I can attest. I She was downstairs getting ready for her day, brushing her teeth like, I got it. <laughs> with her toothbrush in her mouth. Okay, so to, so to, to make this like a little bit more climactic. Let's yeah. actually all answer at the same time. Okay. okay. So on the count of three, we're going to say whether or not that we think that she actually exi- existed. Everybody yes. ready? Yep. One, two, three. Obviously existed. not. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. But no, for real, she did. What? How, why did people? I am just, I, me as the youth minister is just trying to educate people. I really hope that I go to school tomorrow and I ask three (laughs) different sections and they all actually debate this because then I would, I might quit on the spot, honestly, (laughs) just walk out. Lost all faith. no hope in the future. For real, I'm just, this is, I have had so many conversations over the past year and a half about the validity of Helen Keller. Well. I don't know what else we're supposed to say to this. I, that's my random question. <laughs> hey, you know, you can debunk a lot of that stuff that they're like, well, how could she fly a plane? Well, I tried to explain autopilot. Had a co-pilot. Right. And then she had a co-pilot. Of it, yeah. And she was just sitting there. <laughs> Maybe right. had her hands on the yoke. Probably did. Yeah. To be that she, air quotes, flew. Get it. But air, the co-pilot. Air quotes. That was the whole thing with the last podcast where yeah. I was doing a lot of facial expressions <laughs> and, yeah. and doing stuff like, oh, this so is start, really... Yeah, we started narrating his facial expressions. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's yeah good. so that's why I announced my air quotes. Um, but uh, yeah, you could say she could fly. Yeah. yeah. The co-pilot actually did the flying. Right. But, but for real, though, they did fake the moon landing, right? I mean, we're all on the same page there. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. That I mean, didn't, that's, 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 it was Stanley I mean, Kubrick. That would have been a more interesting random question. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I shouldn't ask that. <laughs> that had taken her like a whole year to think of. So This one took me eight days. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. yeah. if you see the shadows on the moon, exactly. possibly. <laughs> I'm just saying, I this is, it's ridiculous, but this is what Gen Z is talking about. So tomorrow, cool. cancel all of your lessons. Yeah. I don't care what part of the Bible the kids need to learn. That's cool. You just... You know what? I might just call an all-school assembly. Just get them all in one room at one time. Just rip that Band-Aid off. Exactly. (laughs) Next time I speak at chapel, actually. That's going to be my message. And that was the last time that Sarah ever spoke. It's it's actually funny because when I I do something like a yes or no question type of a thing that might be like a 50-50 kind of answer, there's multiple, you know... um, I'll do thumbs up, thumbs down. And yeah. so I'll just propose the question. And then as I tell the entire room to do thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh-huh. And so I'll do that for this tomorrow. Good. And I really hope that like half the room like <laughs> is just thumbs down, you know. And say, what kind of question is that? Right, exactly. Pastor yeah. Andrew. Right. They just don't. Nobody answers it because they think it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be waiting for a text message tomorrow from you saying this is what happened at school today. All right. Yeah. I will. I'll deliver. I so promise. speaking of things that happened at school, the holiday season is upon us. It is. How is that a transition? That's a pretty good segue there. Speaking of Helen Keller, the holiday season <laughs> is upon us. 
Um, more specifically, I almost said Halloween, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I have a confession to make. I often get Halloween and Christmas mixed up. That's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> they're so alike. Um, right. I always get them mixed up, just like I always get mixed up um, hospital and hotel. Mm. Also, not the right thing to get mixed up. No, you're kind of bad well. loafer on this whole episode so far. Well, <laughs> really, not a going hospital. Well for you. Hospital is a hotel for sick people. That's true. See? That's true. They're closer, so. but it is neither Christmas nor Halloween. Nope. Uh, but it is Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, mm. And and so I thought that we could kick off this episode by. Um, Talking about some Thanksgiving opinions we may have that could also mm-hmm. be perceived as hot takes. Mm-hmm. Daniel, okay. do you know what a hot take is? Well, um, I would assume it's uh, not cold. You're and, right. And um, mm-hmm. right track. Yeah, it's uh, controversial. Uh, you makes Sarah get really upset. It's true. Um, Me specifically. Yeah, I mean, do you want me to kick off? With, I think uh, I think if you have one, I say you you get us going. Well, I think this is kind of my my go to uh, hot take, but is with Thanksgiving uh, turkey completely overrated? Um, just wow. get it out of there. Um, I am a all ham guy. I would Whoa. much rather have a, a ham <laughs> over turkey. He's that a is, ham guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ham guy. I'm a ham guy. Ever since this vicarage, I had that feeling about you. you know, yeah. I give those vibes. <laughs> that honey glazed. This guy's a that's ham guy. I am a ham guy. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about that take? That uh, turkey just could be completely replaced with good... Uh, Honey glazed ham. Ham is a garbage meat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Again, you're betting have, Ofer on this whole can, can we have a little more measured discussion here? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and your reasonings. Just can you? You need to turn down your mic for the rest of the time. Honestly. <laughs> well, because while I don't agree, I don't agree that you a could replace it with meat. ham. To say it's a garbage meat, just like. Like ham has its place. Yeah, exactly. My goodness. But not deli ham, though. Right next That's to green meat. eggs. You I've, know. Just, I've just had too many turkeys that right. are just like dry. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what are we doing here? So you know? I will say that like turkey, need, you need a good substitution. Like like the fact that we're still doing like still like like we need to revolutionize Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but like a whole roast bird for like, you know. Like so, last year we had COVID during Thanksgiving, and so it was just my wife and I and our two kids. One of whom was a baby and doesn't didn't eat anything, any mm. food really yet. And our you should other, probably feed your children. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Um, and then the other one didn't eat like half of the Thanksgiving food anyway. We bought like you can't get a small turkey kind of a thing. Correct. So we bought we made a whole turkey because we had it, and then you know had all the leftovers for days and days and days. I don't know. I think. I think ham is too eastery, though. That's my thing. Yeah, like, yeah what do you eat at Easter? Easter? Oh, also ham because you love ham. Sorry, oh, no question. No, actually, Easter, <laughs> he eats turkey on Easter. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, I'm, I would just do ham for both. Yeah, I mean, they are far enough apart. I mean, they're like right, right. half of a year so, yeah, apart. I mean, <laughs> except this year, Easter's like two months after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. there is that part of it. Wow. So you would have been fine if who was it? FDR. Who wanted to get rid of turkey or eagles as a national bird and make oh it turkeys? Gosh. You're you're halfway there. 
Oh, your, oh, your hat today. It, it was his cousin. Theodore. Theodore. <laughs> but oh you were close. In I'll, the ju- I'll just say yes. <laughs> Whatever you said. Yeah. In the ballpark. Good, good at that. Um, so that's my that's my first hot take. Uh, my only other, I think my other main hot take is that uh, the cheaper the stuffing, the better. Mm. So box, like box stuffing is by far. The, it's the people who spend. Is there any other kind? Well, it's no people spend like, like people homemade. homemade like Jane makes it from scratch oh. sometimes. Where like, yeah, and it's horrible. They rip no, up the pe- yeah. bread pieces. Yeah, Grandma would yeah. too. So you just want like straight up stovetop? Oh, stovetop by far oh. the best. Yeah, I'm about to lose it on everybody in this room right now, <laughs> but for different by, reasons. By far the You're best. You're wrong. Like, You're wrong. Like, to the point that <laughs> I don't that even home, know who you homemade are. Homemade is like I actively don't like it. Okay, but but the stovetop. Fantastic. Homemade, wow. you a- actively, <laughs> not passively, don't like actively, it. I actively. Don't what does don't that even mean? You like go protest outside <laughs> I yell of people's at homes? I, I, I protest. Yells like, at boxes in the you grocery just, store. You stake out people at Cub and you watch for them. And then when they buy, like, you know, the breadcrumbs or, you know, the bread pieces yeah. to make their own, <laughs> yep. you follow them to their house, yep. wait till they cook it on Thanksgiving. And then Smack protest. it out of there. Protest. Protest. Yeah. yeah. Stovetop is life. Can you see the it. headlines now. Local right. pastor <laughs> yells at, at random people person. buying bread. <laughs> encounter culture. Encounter, <laughs> encounter culture. That's right. That's right. Cool. Well, Daniel, off to a solid start. Thank have you. Had, thank have you had takes. sausage in your I stuffing? I have had sausage. Before. Oh, in my stuffing. Yes. <laughs> it is the best. It is the no, just sausage <laughs> in general. <laughs> You've had sausage, I know right? what you're talking about stuffing, but uh, picture this. Instead of stovetop, it's just sausage. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? <laughs> Wait. But so Skittle, Skittle stuffed sausage. Oh, that was bratwurst. Sorry. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. Next uh, Next hot take. Next hot take. <laughs> Moving right along. Was, uh, anyone else? Uh, anyone? Sorry, I, I, I just can't wait to hear your hot take from Thanksgiving. <laughs> on on Thanksgiving? Let me guess. You want candy corn for Thanksgiving. Dude, candy like corn slaps. No. Uh, Gross. I, I actually do agree with that statement. Candy corn is very good. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, though? You put it with well, ice cream. Well, Halloween thing. It's That'd amazing. A You're a Halloween thing. It goes beyond <laughs> Halloween. So not a Halloween thing transcends holidays (laughs) candy corn transcends holidays um i my my hot take is that the macy's thanksgiving day parade is just people walking with balloons Mm. that's what are they trying to prove (laughs) that's not a hot take it's something that you don't like that is just an observation It's not a take at all. They're not that impressive. <laughs> okay, okay. Not that impressive. Uh, giant That's Snoopy. Not a take. Giant Snoopy. What are you trying to prove? <laughs> Guys. So you're just not a fan. You're not a fan of the Macy's. Here's my hot take. take. NASCAR? Just people driving in circles. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. What it is. <laughs> I just thought we were making observations about things. I'm sorry. So what do you so what do you have against it? Uh, what what do you not like about the? Uh, they're too parade? big. Have and you? Okay. So you'd rather they just had like a, a little Snoopy? Yeah, like just yeah. like walking around with regular balloons. Um, yes. <laughs> <Maybe> a little. <laughs> not that exciting. It's right. Just like the little character balloons that you can get at Party City. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch of those. Like the the Mylar. Like. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I just I don't. It takes. What's the point? <laughs> oh. It's a tradition. I, I have. 
uh, here's a confession. I don't know if I've ever watched oh, it. So I like, was going to say, ask yeah. me how many times I've watched it. And I will say zero. So why is it? So it because might matter it, to you Because people. Are like, you also actively against your protesting this? <laughs> yes, I'm flying to New York City. Yeah. Yeah. As you should. <laughs> Um, and as the balloons go by, go, boo. <laughs> exactly. No one She's likes like, you. <laughs> Throwing exactly. rocks at the balloons to get them to pop. Snoopy, go back. <clears throat> but it's just, they're too big. You're the one who wears a gigantic, like, Yeah, it's not too big. Yeah. That's actually a really good yeah. observation. I can Very. be my own balloon. I don't need <laughs> watch other people be balloons. Oh, I okay. get it. I get it. She's jealous. <laughs> Seems like a jealousy thing. She is jealous. Just like, man, they're just yeah, one-upping me. Exactly. <laughs> jealous I of wish I Macy's. could be that size balloon. <laughs> I wish they I never could asked be, uh... me to be in the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Parade. Macy's, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Macy's. Can I be your uh, Grand Marshal of the parade? <laughs> in my T-Rex. <laughs> I bring my own costume. Um, John, Andrew? So, I, like, I've been thinking about, I don't know if I have, like, I I don't know if I have any controversial hot takes. Like, literally, sausage in the stuffing is about mm. as crazy as I get. I, like, the only thing that I can say is, and I don't even know if this is a hot take, but I'll just say it, and then you guys tell me if it's like, no, that's really As long as lame. it's not just an observation, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> My hot take is that mashed potatoes are the best Thanksgiving oh, okay. thing. Like I'm going to have food. a mashed potato bar at my wedding. That's a great yeah, they idea. Could be, yeah. I'll come now. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you... Wouldn't before. Weren't you, know. you like playing multiple roles at my wedding? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know. That's fine. I was going to stand you up at your wedding. Yeah. Be part of the father-daughter <laughs> dance. It's a whole really, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thing. Uh, yeah. No. So mashed potatoes are the best... 100%. ...thing. Okay, we actually agree with that. That's no. what I was like. Wondering. I was like, I was kind of like 50-50. They could it's be. Like, they yeah. could be. Yeah. yeah. As long as they have milk in them. Mm. Well, of course. Mm. Like Duh. cereal. Yeah. Just poured in. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Like, like you just pour milk on like, top of your mashed potatoes? The mashed what potatoes. You, you mix who's, it. Okay. Who's making oh, you're mashed talking potatoes without milk? Some heathens. Mm. Some heathens. Well, instant potatoes, just boiling water. Yeah. So or like almond there milk. There is that, I guess. That. Yeah. yeah. If you're dairy free, I guess. Oh, I put I've like never had almond milk when I make Whoa. mashed potatoes. <laughs> that's a hot take. Yeah, that is a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> that I've never had almond milk before. Just kidding. Yeah. That's an observation. <laughs> that's also an observation. <laughs> when I make mashed potatoes, I literally put like a whole stick of butter in there. I mean, it's just mm. there's and some sour cream. It's like they're very fattening or whatever I so mean, that's anyway, good. but can i come over to your house for thanksgiving mm, hard pass mm, thought i'd ask yeah ask ask maddie next time you might get a different answer <laughs> i'll ask maddie over the weekend yeah that's great uh, so that's about as hot take as i get outside of that i'm such a, like a boring like i love all of it mm, i'm okay. so into thanksgiving is it yeah, your where, favorite holiday well, i was gonna say where did maybe that's where does thanksgiving rank in like in the holidays oh, i know? like i like the the reason that I would like it's up there, but like it's it's three for me. Like it's it's Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Wow! Oh, Easter first. Easter yeah. first. Yeah. E- well, I yeah. Jesus I needed to be forth. born before he could die. Yeah, I said that on. to teenagers last night. Come that's, on. Story that's of good. everything, Andrew. Come on. <laughs> Story of <laughs> everything. I know it's the whole. It's, it's the, whole the whole reason whole why thing. we're here on these mics right now <laughs> is Easter. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Uh, I actually I do I I used to be a Christmas person Christmas first yeah. then Easter but 
after seminary, it's kind of switched oh. a little bit. Okay. Uh, did it switch for you when? You... Oh no, I'm all Christmas. Okay. I'm <laughs> all Christmas all the time. <laughs> like, like I'm a before Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. Celebrating Christmas. And yeah. Like, like, it's one cool away a, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's one a and two a. Like, it's not like it's a. It, I go so back and forth on it, but I do think the thing that that takes it away from me with Christmas is the is just the fact that it's so like it's so commercialized and like yeah. all the other things, you know what I mean? And I think it's, it's honestly, it's mostly just because Easter doesn't get enough credit. Like if everybody freaked out about Easter as much as they did about Christmas, I would probably like Christmas more. Does that make sense? Sure. So, but Thanksgiving yeah. is the, the reason I love Thanksgiving is because the food, like you basically have the same meal at Christmas more or less. Unless you're Daniel, then it's only ham. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, then you have the same meal at every holiday. Every holiday is ham. Every holiday is a ham holiday in Daniel's world. I'm a ham man. Yeah, you're a ham man. (laughs) Easter. And so, like, Flag Day. When you have it at Thanksgiving, (laughs) and then you have it at Christmas again, it's like when you have that meal at Christmas, like, meh, you know, this was I did this like a month ago, you know. Yeah. And then Easter is like different and stuff like that, but yeah, Thanksgiving kind of kicks it all off. Okay. There you go. Diburn, what about you? Thanksgiving hot takes. Sweet potatoes are gross. Sweet potatoes are garbage potatoes. Yeah. Disagree like, strongly. Uh, you have not yeah. had them correctly. Uh, yeah. Uh, like grand fry form, they're disgusting. Oh, even worse. Oh, my. But uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to take off your head. So I, just like, I just like food too much. Like every, I'm like, oh, you, there's. I love food too. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Have you had, like, when you have sweet potatoes, how do you have them at Thanksgiving? I don't. don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I I I did because not like sweet potatoes for the longest so time. Yeah. But then you put enough of the uh, yeah. maple on top. That's exactly. Mm. And it's brown I mean, sugar. Now, just I don't know. Like is it even butter. is it even sweet potatoes at it's that like, point? It's just like, a catalyst for all of the other stuff. Marshmallows on yeah. top when you like roast them. That is good. Oh. It's all stuff that yes, on paper like, you know what? That's pro- that's delicious, but in like practice in practice and just when it's 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 gross. Cranberry sauce. That's the oh, real great. thing. It has to be in a can. The can, can though. Yeah, the can. Yeah. Fresh. It's, that it's might okay. Be my, it's just that weird. might be my hot take, I guess. I, that you want. I just assumed that everybody hated it, but apparently oh, you guys no, all love that it. Is oh, no. Canned is 100%. Straight up? Like you guys oh, yeah. 100%. actually eat cranberry sauce? Yes. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. I thought... I, I thought Lasagella. it was literally a joke. No, like no. that people just like we only do it because it's tradition, you know. <laughs> I like, thought that I thought it only came in like I was unaware that people homemade cranberry yeah. sauce. Homemade cranberry sauce is good, like to put on turkey. But oh, like the canned tart. stuff is like I only delicious. thought canned oh, existed, and my yeah. grandma somehow made a Jello mold of that. Strangely, of the in the size, kind of a uh, in the form of a can. It was yeah. it's wild. So I'm I like I'm like I weirdly into cooking shows specifically good eats with Elton Brown anybody a fan John's okay, a fan cool. of cooking shows I know of it yeah so he has a cranberry sauce that like he makes and then puts into a can yeah to like make it have the mold you uh-huh. know so it's like a homemade thing and then you make it whatever anyway so that seems like a lot of work when you could just buy a can yeah, of it just, and call it good. just open and it, it up not as good yeah. yeah it's just the 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 fresh is it's too tart yeah but how about this do you put because our family does, meaning Jane, um, <laughs> she's the only one, I guess. Um, <laughs> Everyone else is with Jesus. <laughs> enjoying cranberry sauce. In heaven. In heaven. Um, yeah. But do you put the cranberries on top of like 
your turkey, mashed potatoes, or is it off to the side? Well, that's the thing. I never put it on anything. Oh, they're by like, themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that stuff can't touch. Yeah. Because... But the only reason to... Okay, I... I have like I'm just like on a different level with I guess we triggered Andrew. <laughs> the only reason to have cranberry sauce is for the turkey. It's a garnish it for the turkey. It's, yeah. it's on side. Turkey adjacent. Some could argue it's the main course, you know. <laughs> turkey ad- except at Daniel's house. Come out. I'm done. I can't handle but this yeah, anymore. It's turkey adjacent. And yeah, it needs to no, you like put it on the turkey to give the turkey a little flavor. It's like see, the that's the problem that's the with gravy. turkey. Why can't we just have something that's good on its own? Oh my that's, god, that's what the gravy. We're yelling now. That's what the gravy's for. Wait, cranberry sauce and ham? Uh, no, ham's good enough on its own. <laughs> and and I and the cranberries are on its own. Yeah, like they're supposed to be. So see, I just <laughs> it's supposed to be. I have this cartoon bubble in my head that it's not the sliced up ham, but he's. Like eating like an apple. Oh, I was picturing like Justin Bieber yeah. eating his burrito, just holding it like this and just biting out of the ham. If you're watching the video part of this, that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> right, what yeah. the dibber the dip sips just yes, did. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm getting from this is that we need to do an episode that's just hot takes to see who can get the most angry. Well, apparently I thought all of my takes, I'm like, I don't have any hot takes. Yeah, because, apparently you, know, you do. But apparently I'm crazy and everybody <laughs> yeah, else Apparently is, you have every hot take. I, I guess I every do. Every single hot take. Thanksgiving traditionalist over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I don't know. So what are we supposed to actually <laughs> talk about outside of getting mad about, you know, hot takes? All of takes. us getting mad at different things. Yeah. Um, the ham thing really surprised me about Daniel. I feel like I know really? him so much better now. Awesome. How would you rank ham as far as like sandwich meats? Number one? Oh, yeah. No. That, oh, I love it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Deli yeah. ham number is one. poison. Deli ham is number one with a bullet for yeah. sure. I'm there nope. with you on that. Turkey. Yeah. Roast beef. Mm. Again, turkey, like turkey on a sandwich, I think yeah. is worse than like. Yeah. Than like no, you get turkey. some mayonnaise, you get some mustard, mayonnaise with ham and no, cheese. That is also, I think, what's overrated. The the thing mustard? where everybody's like, no, like the Thanksgiving <laughs> leftovers. Oh, like where they're like the best part of Thanksgiving is like the it's leftovers, the and then you like make turkey salad and these sandwiches and stuff like that. Everybody's like goes nuts about that. Yeah. I'm like, mm. it's really it's okay. dumb, you know. Yeah. I have one story about leftovers, and then we're gonna move on to what we're supposed to talk about today. <laughs> um, it was after Thanksgiving <clears throat> and we had hosted everyone at our house. This is when I was a kid. And my mom said there were mashed potatoes left over in the fridge if I wanted them. And mashed potatoes is my favorite food like ever. Yeah. And so I get out what I think was the mashed potatoes and I'm sitting there eating them. And my mom comes into the kitchen and she goes, what are you eating? And I go, the mashed potatoes. And she goes, do you taste any potatoes? right now in what you're eating and i said well i thought i had to get through the gravy first to get to the potatoes and she goes no that's grease i was letting this harden before i threw it away <laughs> and so, you, you couldn't tell <laughs> i don't think anyone needed to we can edit was that, that out right that's gross it's a different kind of consistency but <laughs> Is it inappropriate to connect the Helen Keller question to this at this point? I thought it was I thought it was gravy and that the gravy was on top of the potatoes. Oh, oh this gravy's keep on going. <laughs> oh. 
Wow. That's yeah. my leftover story. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yikes. Okay. And since then, Jane labeled everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's why you always it. leave a note. Yep. Uh, just like with the hummingbird feeder. My dad warned me that he had made hummingbird <laughs> feeder in the fridge. And he goes, don't drink it. It looks like Kool-Aid. It is hummingbird juice. And I opened it's the probably fridge. super sweet. Yeah, yeah, I opened the fridge and I was like, ah, oh, dad made Kool-Aid. And I'm like, no. Not. He told me. It's for birds. Oh, so you didn't... And you she didn't drank it anyway. I, I was older than she still drank anyway. it. <laughs> I was older then. Um, so Thanksgiving is upon us. Like I said... It is? About 30 minutes ago. Mm. Um, and I think Thanksgiving is a holiday that we... Like some of us, we experienced to just get to the Christmas season. Unless you're mm-hmm. Daniel, you've been in the Christmas season since I've maybe been in September it for 1st. about a month at this right, point. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's, a, he's a month. January deep. 1st, he was ready to go. Um, yeah. I did ask Daniel yesterday what he would do if Taylor Swift released a Christmas album. And he got very excited about that, even the idea of it. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people would. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you, a 16-year-old girl? <laughs> oh, Daniel loves himself some Taylor Swift. Yep. He loves Taylor Swift. Yep. Um, and so uh, Daniel and I were talking about how sometimes Thanksgiving uh, can feel like when your parents would say to you, um, oh, say thank you to whomever for whatever they gave you. Uh, and, and to say thank you for something, and it's not very meaningful. So my question for you guys is, what are some common obstacles or challenges that may hinder a Christian's ability to truly be thankful. So we'll start with that part. Mm. Hmm. They aren't hot takes anymore, so we need to think <laughs> about them. <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> the first thing that comes to my mind, I was kind of saying this to Sarah when we were talking about this, was uh, I feel like thankfulness is sometimes difficult for a Christian because like, oftentimes I'm most thankful when something like sudden happens to me, right? And then I'm like really thankful for it. Whereas if you've, you know, been a Christian your whole life, the gospel's not new to you. You there's not like this um, sudden new news, and so sometimes it can almost you can almost feel like you. It's hard to, you know, be actually it's like easy to take it for granted almost you know yeah, yeah. T- take and, and just really that extends to anything in your life that you've had you know your whole life right um i think that's a real challenge is yeah. something that's kind of been there for forever yeah and like i i think that kind of in the same light line of that like i was thinking about this in the idea of like of like joy you know like joy versus happiness and i think a lot of times we tend to like think of joy and happiness as kind of the same thing. And really I think there's a there is a difference whereas happiness can be kind of like a more of a temporary feeling or a temporary emotion. Um, joy is kind of a constant state in some sense. Yeah. And so like I always think of like Paul and when he talks about rejoice in the Lord always, that's oftentimes like a text that is, you know, thought of with Thanksgiving. Um, you know, in when I was a uh a, when I was a vicar at Woodbury, um, they, uh, I had to do the Thanksgiving, got to do the Thanksgiving, um, service and pick your text and everything like that. And that was yep. the one that I, I picked to do that. Um, and so I think that same kind of an idea of like, you know, we tend to want Thanksgiving to have this, like, I feel thankful for, or I have like 
I have joy in, right? Or I have, uh, we, we, we look for happiness is what I'm trying to say. And instead, like, um, what we have is joy, if that makes sense. And yeah. so I think that sometimes it can be hard for us to kind of be able to distinguish those things and say, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful like always. Um, but like, do you feel thankful right in this moment? Yes or no. Or, you know, and yeah, I think that can be part of it. Yeah. Um, separate question that I thought of now, do you think people overuse the word blessed? Well, like social media, like hashtag blessed. Like yeah. I think misuse for Sorry, sure. Sorry, yeah, misuse you know. blessed. Yeah. I think so. I think in some ways. I mean, it's like, like I think we, th- we when we think of like what's what are actual blessings, you know? Like, yeah. I, I just think that what we think of as the things that God blesses us with, we oftentimes think of only the good things. Like mm-hmm. I have, I have money or I have stuff or I have you know, friends or whatever. And all those things can be good and everything like that. But I think that the idea of like, how are we actually blessed? Like, you know, we're blessed through the gospel is kind of like the blessing that we have, you know? Um, And it's not to say that that's the only blessing that we have from God, but I think that oftentimes we look to those things first and we say, I'm blessed because I have a house over my head or I'm blessed because I have, you know, um, money or I don't have to worry about money as much as other people do or whatever that stuff, other stuff might be. Yeah. And instead, like we should look to just the idea that like, like what's, what's more important? Like f- what's the first and foremost thing that we're blessed? How does God bless us ultimately? And it's through Jesus, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's really important because if Thanksgiving or, you know, just being thankful is just looking at your own life and is my life good it just it almost turns into just a comparative thing of like mm-hmm. i'm thankful because i have this and other people don't right and and then what if you're in a place where your life is really difficult right now or right. yeah you know are you not to be thankful you know and and that's where it's yeah less of a just a reactive thing to yeah. your circumstances yeah and that's and that is more of what i kind of go to immediately with like the things that actually challenges or hinder us from being thankful is this idea that like like we as christians like it's the already and not yet kind of dynamic right like we as christians we know truth and we know like we know what the end game is to some extent we know that the new creation is what we look forward to and yet we're still here kind of you know suffering under the veil of tears kind of a thing right and so like we have stuff that happens in our life that hinders us from being um, truly thankful. And I think a lot of times the same stuff that like distracts us from being, you know, uh, from being joyful, you know, is the same stuff that that distracts us from being thankful in that way. So when bad stuff happens, when we get a diagnosis um, that is hard for us to hear, or when I see somebody suffering, you know, that I love or whatever, um, you're kind of, and, and, or stuff, just anything that makes you say like, you know, what we say in the church, like come quickly, Lord Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. All of that stuff is the stuff that I think can also stop us from, you know, being truly thankful, um, because it distracts us from putting our faith and our trust in that sort of end game, the ultimate goal, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So then on the other side of that, how do you think we could overcome that obstacle because like 
we can't have a <clears throat> I, I think of of job where we have everything and then lose it all and then get get back to living um hopefully none of us experience a job type situation because that would suck mm-hmm. um but how how can we overcome this obstacle of like we've always had this type of stuff or um how do we get back to the root of being thankful so that it is authentic mm. i don't know i mean it's it's easy this is where it's easy to just say just be thankful the gospel you know <laughs> like yeah like be thankful in the gospel or whatever or read the gospel over and over again or remind yourself of it like living in that which is totally true you know yeah um but that's also like I don't know. Sometimes I think hard for us to, to like, to connect those dots. If that makes sense, mm. to to take it from the gospel is for me to then saying like, okay, but what does that do for me right now? You yeah. know, uh, because of that disconnect that I'm talking about of like the all we're already saved, but we're not yet there kind of a situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I almost wonder if thankfulness like, <clears throat> then even turns into like an you know an. Like an, I wonder if there's even a connection between like thankfulness and then like generosity, you know, yeah. coming outward. If there's some kind of um, connection there of when you're at a place of so grateful for what you've received, it like kind of almost naturally then mm-hmm. pushes you into a place of um, wanting to pour into others. And I almost wonder if that's like kind of the the peak point of thankfulness. Um, I don't know. That was just a a thought I had. I don't know what you guys think. And it's, and I think that, I think that what that does is like, it puts you in a place where you are reallocating or reorganizing your priorities a little bit more. Right. Like it kind of goes back to what you were asking about with blessing. Like, like what do we think of as our blessings? And if we're, if we're willing to put ourselves in a place where I can set those aside and I can, put those kind of like if I set those aside or I or allocate them to others or help others or you know have this outward kind of a thing like you're saying Daniel like I think it's then easier for us to put ourselves in a place where you know like it's not about the stuff it's not about what we see around us and the you know our bank account or the car we drive or you know even the family that we have or whatever like if you can set those things aside as thinking about what your blessing is like then the blessing that is constant the blessing that doesn't go away the blessing you know it's it's storing up your treasures in heaven yeah. right um and so i think that if you can do that that's a that's a a big step in the right direction at least yeah so john do you have any thoughts yeah i was no i was just trying to think that i think the biggest thing for me i know is just not falling in the the trap of being on autopilot mm-hmm. and like you said like around the thanksgiving service like being grateful and this is the time but not just in that moment but like being grateful outside of thanksgiving yeah <laughs> and or i know this one thing that i've really have struggled with is just from a prayer standpoint the idea of praying when something's going on or 
like in a in a season of feeling anxious, depressed, or whatever, then praying to God, like, hey, help me through this. But having constantly being in that prayer mm-hmm. and just not falling into that, um, just being on <clears throat> autopilot and just be grateful and being self-aware of that kind of stuff yeah. right. is making sure that not just on Thanksgiving, but the day after Thanksgiving, January 3rd, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth, and being grateful and like, oh, thanks God for... Yeah. Right. I feel like uh, a big way we can do that is, you know, rather than just like, oh, Thanksgiving being this, come on, Daniel, be thankful, feel really thankful for everything you have. But like speaking that gratitude like into people or something, you know, like someone who's been so influential in your life and just like sharing that with them and, and something like, you know, actually like taking that thankfulness and then pouring it into the, um, you know, obviously it's, if it's a, a person pouring it into that, um, that individual and just yeah. sharing that with them, yeah. I think can be huge. Right. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's where I think that it's like, it is a, it's a cultivating, not a feeling. And I like, I like the way you put it of just saying like, you know, with all of this, it's like, it's not just like be thankful or like. I don't know. I think there's a lot of law. There can be, an, there can tend to be a lot of law in Thanksgiving, like yeah. or in a holiday like Thanksgiving. It's like you better feel thankful today, and even with just the idea of like the, that we're supposed to be thankful as Christians, like to say that yeah, oh yeah, every day, okay, I got to be thankful, you know. And it's like that doesn't like it's like with anything else that doesn't come from inside of us. We don't just yeah. like pull ourselves up like our from our bootstraps, like you know. To, to do this. It's not like we can try harder to make it happen on our own. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it comes from recognizing that, recognizing that that comes from outside of us, right? That joy and that attitude comes from outside of us. And so we don't just like force it, but like it, it comes from truly, I think, looking outward, you know, and looking at what God has done and looking at how he equips us with his holy spirit yeah you know and like it's a fruit of the spirit and so you know we look to him to provide it within us rather than i'm going to cultivate it you know myself um but in that you know we cultivate the fruits of the spirit by being in step with the spirit which is exactly i think what daniel like you're talking about with you know words of encouragement and affirmation to people and acts of service and things like that so like the more we can keep in step with the spirit the more that we can cultivate the fruits of the spirit. And if the fruit of the spirit is, you know, one of them is thankfulness, then that's like, that's a pretty good, you know, if you want a formula, that's a pretty good formula to be able to, to put together. So. Yeah. And, and what you were saying touched on this idea of authentic gratitude. I think that, um, it comes like it should come out of us in, in all sorts of ways, um, but but do we like? How do you think we get more authentic with our gratitude? So it's not just oh, I'm thankful for you, Daniel. Um, Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> really felt the authenticity. I, I thought that, that was a, a great example yeah. right there. Yeah, uh, yeah do with that. Um, right. I cannot tell people I'm proud of them and have it sound authentic. I have been told that I like Andrew. I'm really proud of you. Like, I just sound patronizing. 
every time the, I say it. That upward inflection at <laughs> yeah, the end. Don't do that. No. At the, at the end. So, I'm right. proud of you. But every time, that's always my cadence. Like, I could be in tears. Not over you, because that is never going to happen. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> Challenge accepted. That's your new goal, <laughs> to make me cry over my yeah, proudness maybe. of you. Um, anyway, but how? what does authentic gratitude look like? Um, in our or as as followers of Jesus, authentic gratitude. Yeah. Or should I say, is there anything to add beyond what you were saying, Andrew? I don't know. I think I th- I think that again, the authenticity is when it doesn't come from us. You know, just to reiterate that point. Like, yeah. I think when where it becomes unauthentic is when we're trying to to manufacture it, you know? Mm. Um, and I think that's kind of ironically, like that's truly the difference between how we as Christians celebrate Thanksgiving, you know? And, and like, I, we should also say like Thanksgiving is like a non Christian holiday kind of thing. You know, this is a national holiday and we can have the same, uh, kind of idea or we can take the same, the idea that it was originated with and make it kind of our own, you know, but like the idea that, that uh, everybody has at Thanksgiving is like, let's be thankful. If you don't have that thing that is, um, if, if you, I should say, if you are making it about the stuff, yeah. which is what I think the majority of our culture does, right? Is it's about how how like well off I am, right? Or how not destitute I am or something, right? Um, even when you're doing those like acts of service and kindness, right? Let's say I go to, to serve at the soup kitchen on Thanksgiving, right? Uh, but I'm not a Christian. Like if I do all of those acts of service, like the most that you're doing is really cultivating just feelings of like <clears throat> good nature or something like that inside yeah. of you, right? Like, wow, what a good person I am. What a great kind of action that I can do, right? Um, and if you don't have something that like I'm no I'm serving my neighbor because this is what Jesus called me to do, you know. Yeah. Then it's like there's no end game to that. It's like it kind of is shallow. It doesn't go any further. Yep. But if you do it in the sense that I'm walking along with the steps in the steps with the spirit, I'm doing this because Jesus walked this way and he taught this way and he taught me and calls me as a follower of him, as a disciple, right? Hashtag disciples Mike to do that, there it is. right? Yeah. Yep. Then, if I'm doing it that way, then um, then that's where it's authentic, right? Yeah. At least authentically, authentic the way that Jesus would describe authenticity, right? Yeah. And if I'm not, if I'm doing it for my own good, my own, you know, feeling good about myself or whatever, then it's not authentic. Yeah. Not, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I like that. I feel like kind of where my mind was going was a little bit along those lines of. I feel like for the Christian, it's a shift from the focus of the thankfulness being on the stuff to the giver, you know, mm-hmm. and like just a a total just and, and really resting in the security of the gifts of God because, um, you know, ultimately His grace that the never His love never can be taken away, and and you know absolutely you know, things that we have, you can be, um, grateful for, but, but yeah, kind of not, uh, 
oh, I'm thankful, but if you took that away, God, then I wouldn't be thankful. Right. But no, I'm thankful in you because yeah. you're the giver. You'll always provide. Your love is never ending. Um, kind of leaning into the thankfulness directed towards him. And then that's a really like secure like thankfulness that's not wavering. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's got a really, it's got a firm foundation yeah. that, that you can rest on um, right. in that. Yeah, and because even if you put it in all this stuff, like we all know that there's things in life that happen that even if even if all of your like even if the job situation doesn't happen, you know where it's like it's all gone. There are things that happen in life where you you get some news, you get something that happens that's like I would give all of that stuff if I could have this thing back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you if you have if it's like all of a sudden that stuff that you were once thankful for is gone, you know, then it's like, that's why it's so hard for us to be thankful again, you know, just like you were saying, like, but if you have that unwavering factor, it's, you know, it's treasures in heaven that moth can't steal and rust can't destroy. Right. Or moth can't eat away. Whatever. I don't know what it is. Anyway, you get it. Those tricky moths always stealing stuff. Stealing Stealing moths, you know. I hate those stealing You guys moths. clearly don't watch PJ Masks. Moths I don't. Do, moths do steal in PJ Masks. Fine, whatever. I mean, I've watched Bluey because of Blue your family. Girl. You're welcome. But that's about it. Um, side note, my daughter was uh, one of the PJ Masks for Christmas. I saw those. Sorry, Halloween. See? Oh, they're easy. Now you. Oh, you did on purpose. Dang it. Walked right into it. <laughs> I, oh, man. I was Walked so right excited because I thought someone else. I was like, vindication. <laughs> Swiped it up from underneath. Yeah. It was so sad. Swipe, no swipe. It was so happy and then so sad. Yeah. Well, here we are. Oh, is that the end of your story? You yeah. just wanted to work in Christmas. I literally just exactly. Okay, great. The only reason I went on that sidetrack because I'm thankful for any <laughs> opportunity to make fun of you. So that's what he's thankful for. This exactly. this and every Thanksgiving. Exactly. Yes. From now until Jesus comes back. That's right. Uh John, you looked like you had a f- something to say. A question, yeah, for for the room. And and probably people are thinking that not thinking this, but people that are listening to this might be going through this season of life or whatever. So what would you say or what would be your guys' advice for folks that were, say, going through a season right now, either just have lost a loved one and this is like the first Thanksgiving that it's totally different? Because I know from experience, Sarah, I don't know what, what you felt, but after we had our losses... It took me probably a good three years mm-hmm. to get back into the swing like, oh, this feels like Thanksgiving. Oh, this feels like Christmas. Like what kind of stuff can we, how we can come into people's lives and without it seeing either being cliche or just mm-hmm. platitudes. Right. Um, so what, what advice would you have for folks to be present in those putting you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, it's just something that I was saying because I was having a conversation with Andre um, mm-hmm. about uh, some of the stuff that's coming up here uh, in Christmas time and uh, some of the services and stuff like that about um, sort of like what's that going to be like? What's Christmas like if you mm-hmm. had a loss mm-hmm. or whatever? But so, yeah, just. Yeah. Been... Well, side note, I know they're planning on a uh, 
are they calling it uh, oh blue christmas blue christmas yeah, service that, yeah. yeah yeah and kind of it's not the it's not a necessarily like oh this is it's not sad christmas yeah, yeah. but it's it's just a more um ref, i think reflective kind of yeah. is the way they describe it and yeah. just for people where maybe this season's tougher yeah um and i think the <laughs> the first thing that i think of is that that's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you know mm-hmm. and just to like hear that it's sometimes we think being a christian is just always being okay and having it i'm oh i'm just so overjoyed by the gospel and i just i must not be trusting enough if i'm not happy yeah. or i right i should know this person's in in heaven so why am i why am i still struggling and you know i th- i think that's kind of where i would at least start right. is just this it's okay, and and then for people who are around people who are struggling, like walk, just be there. Yeah, you know, just yeah. just be. And I think that I think that there's like with that okay, like one of the things that I think I learned the most, and this this can go for really any sort of grief type of situation, funerals, whatever, like just being like, I love the idea that the gospel allows us to just be honest. Like if we are, if we're truly going to be honest, like if we're going to truly be like the, you know, the term theologians of the cross in that sense, like we can be honest about the fact that like, yeah, they're gone and that sucks. And this is not going to be the same. It's not going to feel the same um, probably ever. Uh, and even when it does start feeling like kind of normal again because it's just the new reality or whatever, like it's still okay to miss people or whatever. Um, and also at the same time, like we can point people to the hope that we have, right? Um, like there will be a day where, you know, and this is where the new creation and understanding this idea is so important for us. It's like there is a day that, that, all of this that is, you know, all the hard stuff about any holiday, any day that you're missing a person um, or that you're dealing with some bad thing or whatever is going to be wiped away, right? And yes, that does not mean that we just like, that means I'm happy today, right? But it does give us hope. And when we get to cling to that hope, like when we get to look forward to that future, um, that at least puts us in a much better place to to lean into again walking in step right and lean into the father who gives that unwavering thankfulness like you were talking about you know yeah and those two things can totally coexist like deep grief and immense hope yeah those aren't it's not one or the other those um and oftentimes it's that, that that's almost the most powerful point in yeah. Our faith journey right. is when in deep grief, that's the only thing, you know, yeah. that we have. That's a, you know, we talk about that solid foundation. It's the right. only thing that we can hold on to. And yet it's the most sure. Right. I'm um, hope, you know, in it. And, and what better thing to be thankful of in that situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like, and, and I, not to like try to put lipstick on a pig or something like that, not in that sense at all, but just this idea that, yeah, in the midst of deep grief, in the midst of the hardest things that we deal with in life, like we still get that, right? And that's something that the world doesn't, right? If it, That's something that the world 
cannot give. It's peace that the world can't give, right? And so, like, you know, I would much rather be a Christian on uh, on a holiday, you know, dealing with my loved one no longer being there because you're going to have deep grief either way because that's what our world is, you know, in this veil of tears, in this broken world we live in. You're going to have the grief either way. Um, but with Christianity, with the gospel comes hope, right? Yeah. Um, and that's something, like, again, if you're putting your, it, even, it sounds weird, but to say, like, even to put your hope and your trust or your thankfulness in people, even your loved ones, right? If that's your ultimate hope, if that's your ultimate that can get shattered too. It will get shattered too. But if you put your ultimate hope in Jesus, right? And this is where Jesus says, like, if you love your mother or brother, like, more than me, like, you're doing it wrong, essentially, right? And so we're, where, do, where are we ultimately putting our hope and our trust and our, you know, um, that's something that we can truly be thankful for if we are able to, to do that. And I think that that could be how we cultivate thankfulness within our community too, is that, um, we don't, we don't just cover it up. We don't, Hey, everything's great. I'm super thankful today, but instead part of our thankfulness can be within our real emotions. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, we can live in both of those places because we have the promise of the resurrection. And so we know that right now it is not good and it sucks, but we've got this, and so we can be thankful because we get to live in both places, and then we right. get to, um, we get to show that to everybody around us, yep. um, and uh, show that these things are real and they hurt, and there will forever be bad days, um, but we get to live with a hope that. Um, we get to live in the hope of the resurrection. And so that's why in the midst of whatever um, Thanksgiving we have or whatever season of holiday season we're in, uh, whether we're, we're grieving a whole myriad of losses, we're not minimizing the loss, but we're living in both places mm -hmm. that we can experience loss, but we can also be thankful that we have a God who sees us in the midst of our brokenness and still says that we're good and that we're loved and all of those things. Right. So um, good. And so I think that that's one of the great things about being a disciple of Jesus is getting to exist in those places. Right. Doesn't make it easier. Yeah. It doesn't make it non-existent, but because Jesus is with us, it's manageable. Right. And we're right. to walk with each other in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, any final thoughts on Thanksgiving? Hot takes. I'm kidding. We're not doing, we're not yeah, going back in. You're opening that. a can of worms. <laughs> exactly. There. That's another About to get a mad can against. of cranberries. Yeah. Can, can of cranberries. Cran that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm out. No I'm other out thoughts on, on Thanksgiving? No, just no, that okay. I like the, the only other thing that like, uh, like Pastor Dean is probably, I'm just thinking of like w people who cultivate thankfulness. Mm -hmm. I never leave a conversation with that man where he doesn't tell me like, I'm thankful for you, you know, and I'm, I know that I, yeah. you all probably are the same way with him, right? You talk with, <laughs> or you, talk with, with you, him, I'm like, like, I'm definitely not. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, he talks about you a lot to me too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he does. How great is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's, he is so like, I mean, that's, and so just to, 
as an example of like just using the language and the vocabulary too is so good. Yeah. And I think that he does a really good job of that. Um, yeah. So shout out to Dean for that. Those were final Thanksgiving thoughts from Andrew is shout out to Dean. Which was my way of saying, I'm thankful for all of you. What? Thankful for your, oh. for your, <laughs> your friendship and for your time and for your, you know, all of this. This is exciting. No. You keep saying it on recording. And I was looking at everyone else instead <laughs> of you. So, Especially Daniel. You're especially yep. thankful for Daniel. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy. I, too, am thankful for all of you and the listeners at home. Happy Flag Day, Sarah. <laughs> That's not till yeah. June. Call back. Oh. If we're mixing up random holidays, we might as well. Halloween. Never mind. We're not going. <laughs> <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I hope you have a thankful, thank-filled day yep that's what it is yeah someone just tell me to stop talking at this point happy thanksgiving we'll see you later bye 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 hey friends thanks for spending time with us today if you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more make sure you follow the disciples mic in your podcast app of choice We release new episodes every other week, and if you want to show your support, drop a rating or let us know what you thought in a review. And if you want to submit a question about anything we talked about in this episode, our contact info will be down in the show notes below. I hope you have a great week, and I hope you're able to join us next time on the Disciples Mike Podcast.